You are listening to The Game Plan on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Here's your host, JT The Brick. Lorenzo Lynch, kind enough to join us. What a career he had as he's from Oakland and played in this league 11 seasons, ended up his career with the Silver and Black. Lorenzo, thanks for doing this. How are you? Thanks for coming on. Oh, man, I'm beautiful, man, and, and, and thanks for having me. What, what an honor. Consider this an honor, dude. Well, I consider it an honor, and I want to begin with the early days growing up in Oakland. When you tell the oh, stories about what it was like, what defined you, what was it like with family, finding your way out of Pop Warner football to play high school football? What were some of those stories you like to tell? Man, my, my, my biggest story that, that that I like to tell everybody is growing, like you said, growing up in Oakland. Uh, uh, you know, I, I still remember this, 1919 E15th Street, apartment number five, right? That, now, that right there to tell everybody, when, it, when if I don't come from the bottom, that that's bottom as you could get. But now listen, now it's this clip that came out. I think they call it. It was it was Al Davis, the Maverick, right? Now mm-hmm. my father, Longshoreman, brought me home some tickets one day. They was playing the Houston Oilers, so I could be probably about twelve, maybe thirteen years old. And I think Cliff Branch has scored a touchdown in the end zone, and the camera. Just zoomed in on me. I'm a little kid at the Raider game, jumping up, cheering. And to me, that right there, you know, I always wanted to play there. So that just let me know that right then that dreams do come true. Lorenzo Lynch is our guest. Yeah, this is incredible. So as a, as a kid, how did you stay out of trouble? Who mentored you? How rough did it get? How tough was it? early as a kid to stay on the right track to follow your dream to eventually play in the league? You no, know, man, football, football, I must say, it was my way, was, was kind of like my way out because in the neighborhood, a lot of the, a lot of the people and, you know, you know, back then, a lot of drug dealers, a lot of the, uh, uh, you know, teachers and everybody associated me with the athletes. That, that's the football players. That's this. Now, now, growing up, I used to go to a school called uh, Oakland. I mean, Garfield. So we mm-hmm. played flag football. So it was a group of guys, you know, big time guys, beautiful cars, all this. They stand around, they watch us. I bought fifth grade, sixth grade. So one of the guys said, well, "I'm gonna give you a dollar for every time you score a touchdown." Right. So, so this is my first time actually playing, getting paid to play uh, football. So. So, you know, he was encouraging me, so I scored a touchdown. After the game, I go up to him, hey, I scored five touchdowns, give me five dollars. I take all the kids, we go across the street, man. I'm buying hey, I hey, hey, candy and soda on me, right? So 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 so, so I mean, he always encouraged me to, to like you could do this, you got a future in this, keep playing. He the one told my father about the Oakland Dynamite. And, um, you know, so, so there it was. Went to the Dynamites, kept playing. Now, tons of, I mean, I mean, if you, them open teams back then, the Oakland Dynamite team, I mean, man, we, we didn't know nothing about losing, man. We, I mean, we used to go beat teams. So, so there was a lot of, lot of mentors there who really always used to preach, if you don't get your grades right, if you don't go to school, you can't play. You know, if you get in trouble or if you do this, you can't play. So I always took a love for football, and I never wanted to be in trouble. 
never wanted to, you know, not keep my grade up to be able to play. So I think that right there starts shaping me. And then a lot of the people in the community knew that, that I was a football player. So they kind of like protect you, you know, don't mess with him, that's a football player, or don't do that, that's a football player. So you kind of, that right there was, was my protection. Touchdown, Las Vegas. Since starting Allegiant some 20 years ago, we've flown more than 100 million people to be with those they love. We're pilots, flight attendants, and technicians. But we're also parents, spouses, and neighbors. And just like you, we're excited to reconnect with the people and places that matter most. That's why we're going the distance for health and safety, on the ground and in the air. Because the further we go now, the safer it'll be to go farther tomorrow. Allegiant, the official airline of the Las Vegas Raiders. Low fares, nonstop flights, only at Allegiant.com. Lorenzo Lynch is our guest. This is fascinating because a lot of mm-hmm. great athletes came out of Oakland in your era, right? Other sports, NBA, and you're looking. It's a hybrid of all these unique athletes who are playing out on the streets or playing these pickup games. And, you know, with your nephew and Marshawn and everybody who came up through that had that DNA of Oakland to play sports yeah. plus the birth of hip-hop and other music and the culture that was happening on the other side of the bridge of San Francisco, the, this was the town. You're telling me, Lorenzo, about the town and how the it town. shaped you to become an athlete. Man, town business. Everybody look off each other. And you know, as well as I know, Oakland is not that big. No. But, but like you say, man, it's – I mean, I just read I just read somewhere where uh, – was it, was it Will Chamberlain? Who went to McClinan? We got 13 rings. Bill Russell. 13 or 11. Bill Russell. Bill Russell. Yeah. Bill Russell went right there to McClinan. Willie Stargo. I mean, man, this go back. This go back, man. Oakland only so big. But, but man, it, it's it's this toughness there. It's this empowerment there in, in, in the community, man, that, that you always – I used to always say, why not me? You feel like, you know what? If I look around, I might not see much, but you know what? I'm somebody. I can do it. And then, like you said, I had a bunch of mentors. Uh, what was that dude that running back uh, that used to play for Oakland? Dixon? What's that guy man? Damn, I can't think of his name. We'll get back to that because your, your stories yeah, yeah. are un- unbelievable. Lorenzo oh, Lynch oh, man, is our it, guest. This is true. So, go ahead. Just one quick story. About my friend man Daryl Ussie, who uh, he was a big time dope dealer, and I had already went away to college, like my second year in college. Well, maybe my third, because I went to Sac State. So I came home, and and I saw Daryl, and I mean, I, when I tell you I had about three dollars in my pocket, man, I probably had three dollars in my pocket. Saw him raggedy car. Every time I put gas in the car, I got to turn around and put oil in it too. So I run into Daryl Ussie. Man, I'm talking about gold chain. Sweatsuit, everything, big wad of money. He says, "Yo, what's happening? How you doing? We hug, we embrace." So he goes, "What you doing now, man?" I said, "Man, just, I'm still going to school, you know, playing football." He says, "Damn, yo, look around, man. Don't nobody from here go to the league. That's some make believe. That's some fantasy stuff, right?" Mm-hmm. Oh man, but I had, but before I saw this, I had, I had looked at self, myself in the mirror. Cause I should see guys go away, come back, go away, come back. And when I talk to them, they, oh, my mother, friend, cousin, sister got sick or did all these excuses. So I made a promise to myself, no matter what happened, man, I was going to play all my eligibility until, until I couldn't play no more. And after that, 
then whatever happened, happened. So so I'm talking to the girl Ussie. So he said, man, you still playing? You ain't going to make it. This is waste your time. So then he said, man, just come with me. I'm going to put you on. He pulled off this big old wad of cash. And I was like, wow. And I, I mean, right then I was like, this is my life changed. So I said, man, look, I made a promise to myself that I was just going to play. I think I had two more years left at that State. I said, I'm going to play all I can. But if this don't work, I'm coming to see you, right? And come to find out, man, this dude took 45 bullets in the phone booth. I know a lot of people don't understand the phone booth. But, yeah, they had phone booths back then. So he took 45 bullets in the phone booth, and I made it to the league, man. That's one of my stories. Yeah, it's a great story. It's inspiring to a lot of people to keep their head down, get good grades, work hard. You go to the NFL, the Bears, you go to the NFL, a really solid career. I mean, from guarding Michael Irvin and being on top of some of those best receivers and shutting them down, I mean, you had a long career. Tell me about the Oakland years. And how you ended up a Raider? What was that process like getting back to Oakland? Man, that you know, that right there was a journey because, like I say, born and raised in Oakland, uh, always wanted to be a Raider. So hot dogs and peanuts at the at the Coliseum. And um, man, let me tell you this right quick. One time I sold a guy a ticket to get in the stadium, and then I turned around and sold him some hot dogs. That that had never happened again. But <laughs> okay, now listen. I came out of Sac State. I signed a free agent contract with the Dallas Cowboys. Went to, went to their training camp, and and right then I knew. I called my mother. I said, this is what the NFL like. Don't look like I'm going to be making. This was before the 80-man or 90-man rule. It was probably maybe maybe 60 DBs, and this the veterans wasn't even there yet. So we fighting for reps, this and that. I think I last like two weeks there. So get, get cut, Tom Landry. Uh, get cut next day, go to Chicago, uh, practice all with them, four preseason games. Last preseason game, I get cut. So that's when they, they came and said, look, we'll give you $1,000 now, and, and if we go on strike, you come back and play for us. But if we don't strike, you keep the 1000 you don't owe nobody. Good. I owe some guaranteed student loans, so I said, give me the money. Took the $1,000, went back home, prayed every day that they were on strike, strike I get a phone call. Your flight lead tomorrow. We strike him. Go back, play three preseason games. You know, strike. I'm talking mm-hmm. about they shooting at the bus. We land down, sneaking to the stadium, going to the stadium at 3 o'clock in the morning because, you know, they didn't know what was going to happen. So we play, get up, got cops in front of our hotels. I mean, our, our locker room, play the game, police all around the building, no fans in there. And so, uh, so I guess when the strike is over, they say, "Hey, look, uh, strike is over. Everybody getting tickets home. Uh, you get your final check. Get a bus ticket home. Turn in your playbook." So while I'm there, Kenny Geiger, one of the director player personnel, tapped me on the shoulder, say, "Hey, Lynch, uh, keep your playbook. Go back to your room." I said, "I'm not going home." He said, "Not now, kid." So I get a phone call later on that night. Be in the lobby, seven o'clock. We got practice. So there go three years with the Bears, right? Mm-hmm. So then I get traded to Arizona, six years in Arizona. Buddy Ryan come in this wow. last year. They they let Buddy Ryan go. They let me go. And uh, that's when the Raiders called me. When they were still in L.A. on their way back to Oakland. I think 96 mm-hmm. or 90. Yeah, that 96. 96. 96 yeah, so, so. 
you know, they, they wanted me. They, they uh, took me around, showed me everything. So, you know, they was playing games uh, back and forth. So everybody said, when Al Davis come up to you, if he ever, if they really want you, he's going to come up to you, he's going to look in your hands, and he's going to reach out and shake your hand. And all the stuff happened. He came to the hotel to see me because I was on my way out of this. So he looked mm-hmm. in my eyes, reached out, shook my hand. So I said, ooh, that's the sign. That's the sign. Okay, I'm going to come. And then, you know, they were going back to Oakland, so they kept throwing that in my face. Like, he's going back to Oakland, going back to Oakland, which I always wanted to play. Right. So, you know, so they showed me this clip that I made. And this was maybe about seven, eight years ago. Some play I made in, in no, when I was in, with the Bears, and they showed me that clip, and they say, this is why we want it. And, and, and I went, man. That's how I became an Oakland Raider, man. Incredible. Back home again. Lorenzo, I got another guest I got to run. We're going to get you on the team podcast. I'm going to do a deeper, deeper dive with you on growing up in Oakland, everything. We'll get to Marshawn. We'll get to your life, what you're doing now, because I'm more fascinated with that. So I'll follow up with you in the next couple of weeks, and we'll pick it up from there. Keep doing great things. Thanks for coming on Raider Nation Radio with us. Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah. Let me know, Jason. You got it, my friend. Thank you. Lorenzo Lynch. Wow. Thank you for listening to The Game Plan on the official Raiders Podcast Network.